2015. Wait, that doesn't sound right. No, I do. Do you want me to play it? The we know that about. I do it after the. Okay. I don't think it really matters. Let's try it again. Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Today is Tuesday, September 1st, the year of our Lord, 2015, and I am Jeremy Holmes, joined here by my delightful, wonderful, glowing, unemployed, technically unemployed, partner in life and in crime, and in love. (laughs) Hello. Christina Wise, everybody. Hello. (laughs) Technically unemployed, I guess, since yeah. five o'clock today. It was your last day at your new at your old job, mm-hmm. and you don't start your new job till tomorrow. Right? Yeah. So for mm. the next couple hours. So how are we feeling? How are we feeling? Um, as I said today, when people said, "I'm sad you're leaving," I said, "I'm not." Oh. <laughs> Did that hurt their and feelings? I do you think? Made or? tons of jokes of, "I want to burn this place to the ground." Oh, uh, you shouldn't have done that. I know. <laughs> I did say that if something accidentally happens, like an electronic fire or something today, I'd be the first. Yeah. They're going to come a knocking on our door. I would never burn the place to the ground. Hmm. Well, I mean, would you if you thought you could get away with it? No. Hmm. Are you just saying no. that because you accidentally told HR at your no. new job that about this podcast and you no. don't want them to hear? No, not at all. Oh, okay. I, I love and respect a lot of people that work there, mm-hmm. and I will keep in touch with a handful of them. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good. And that's as good. I told him, when I have two weeks off at Christmas, yeah. I'll potentially come and see them. Okay. Okay. Well, we uh, we have some things to talk about tonight. Uh, do you remember last week when I specifically said... We love getting feedback. Yes. Uh, the the listeners really heeded that word of advice. Oh, no. And we got a whole boatload of feedback. So I thought we could go over some of that and kind of talk about it. Um, I want to discuss one of the things that we talked about last week is that uh, myself and my co-host, Christy here, mm-hmm. recently became engaged to be married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and there's some developments with the wedding situation and just some things that I kind of wanted to talk about you. And I figured what better place to do that than uh, on a podcast that we're going to then share publicly on the Internet. Um, so I thought we could talk about that. Uh, I came across a couple videos and kind of some 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 viral content, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. online. Um, one thing that was kind of meaningful to me and one thing that relates a little bit to what we've talked about on the show. So I wanted to get into some of that. And then we are going to uh, bring back our award-winning segment, Am I a Jerk, with a special guest presenter tonight. Okay. So that should be fun. And then, uh, and then we have some announcements and a very special guest coming on next week. I'm... Uh, I'm looking forward to it. All so, right. Let's just let's just jump right into it. Um, listener feedback. So we uh, last week we talked about. Um, I kind of presented my idea <laughs> regarding <laughs> that. Well, okay. So we got some feedback about the wedding stuff, um, and then we also have some 
somebody that wrote in talking about the vegan thing because we've been kind of discussing veganism on our show. Um, episode 101 was we interviewed a woman named Emily who's uh, has a, a company, I guess, called Bite Size Vegan. And she puts out lots of she's a vegan educator. And so it's kind of been an ongoing thread in our show as of late. Um, do you want to tackle the wedding feedback first or the the, the vegan, vegan situation? So this was actually left on our, uh, if you go to our website, nerdoutloudpod.com, there's a little blog post or kind of a, a show posting for each episode that we have. And somebody left a comment on the, uh, on the show posting for episode 101. This is, um, April Love, who I think is actually has come over from mm-hmm. your other podcast. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I believe. Wasn't she a guest? Yes. Yes. On the Little Red Bandwagon, Christie's um, other wildly <laughs> more <laughs> successful podcast. Uh, she commented, and it's pretty long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm mm-hmm. just going to kind of touch on a few points. I thought this was a very interesting episode. I think the most interesting point about veganism was the environmental impact. Uh, I have to say that was the thing that um, impacted me the most, personally. Um, so then she goes on to say my main problem with veganism is generally the people who are vegan speak from a place of economic privilege Mm -hmm. sure rice and beans may be cheap but if you live in a neighborhood where you have limited access to affordable fruits and vegetables it's difficult to have a restrictive diet it's also time consuming i find when i eat vegetarian meals i'm hungry faster and need to prepare more snacks it's a privilege to be able to think that that much about food and have the time to put it all together I also don't think eating eggs, drinking milk, and eating honey is oppressive to animals if they are well cared for in a well cared for environment. Yes, there are issues with commercial farming, but if I buy from small farms or raise chickens in my backyard, how is that harming the animals? Also, bees play an important role in pollination, and I'm a big supporter of creating more safe environments for bees, especially since they are in danger. So I will say she goes on to say at the very end, having said that, I'm supportive of people making these choices for themselves. I support organizations that provide fresh vegetables to food, food deserts. I don't know what that is. I think starting uh, to incorporate vegetarian meals into your normal diet makes it easier to transition than trying to go full vegan. So, um, yeah, what do you think about that? I agree. I mean, she said it a lot more articulately than I was trying to say that night. Mm hmm. But yeah, this is a yes. very well, well-written comment. It's definitely a privilege to be able to deny yourself certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, it kind of. I mean, just look at the food programs. Wick, what is that? Milk, yeah. cheese, milk and cheese. Right. Yeah. Because that's high calorie, low cost. Mm-hmm. Um, for for what it is and, and tasty. <laughs> so, um, that's. That's that. And if you go, I mean, even the farmer's market takes food stamps in WIC, but what you can get is um, not as it, well. I mean, it costs more you money, can't get right? As much quantity. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's unfortunate that the food system in our country is set up the way it is. Um, I don't know. When I read through this, it kind of bumped me or whatever, I guess rubbed me the wrong way, probably because I don't like being confronted with my own privilege mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe you know I, I i'm like of course anybody can do it like they can just make it work just get you know get scrappy or whatever like mm-hmm. just figure i mean jesus i used to eat out of the dumpster uh yeah and i mean you've talked about that you go to fruit stands and get the almost rotten stuff or whatever yeah but 
you also come from a place of privilege where you don't have to have two jobs. Yeah. And also, you know, a single person raising kids and paying all the bills. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I have a car, car <laughs> to do that stuff and time and all that. So I understand that. And that is, um, that's, that is, uh, that is a fair point. I, you know, I, I think that there's always a way to do it. And, and I also think that, you know, I, I think that everybody kind of has to look at it for themselves and weigh the, what, you know, weigh the, the, the cost, be it, you know, the actual cost or the cost of time or the cost of resources on themselves and on other people and animals and the planet and kind of, I guess, you know, make a decision for themselves. I, I would say that it's my hope as a, a culture that we can, you know, start to be more responsible with that stuff. And I, I don't know the best way. I don't know the best way to do that other than just talk about it like we have been, try and like, you know, share videos from Emily or share content mm -hmm. with people and just, you know, talk about it in conversation and, and try and educate myself, I guess, on the on the impact that it has. But Yeah, I mean, I just think that just just like she doesn't people I just think you should just leave people alone. Yeah. If they choose to be vegan, I mean, because you got a lot of comments kind of attacking, like you're an idiot for yeah. thinking this or wanting to do that. And I don't understand why people care. Yeah. Or why they would care to not do it. Yeah. Just leave everyone alone. <laughs> Just leave Brittany alone. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, then we got some quite a bit of feedback about the about the wedding. Well, so, not the wedding specifically, but, right? I mean, not the wedding in general, but specifically the things you said about what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. So, I, what I said is, uh, and you know, I, I intentionally kind of um, ob ob obfuscated, maybe is the word I'm looking for. I'm trying to use a big word. Okay, that's what I get. <laughs> I intentionally kind of blurred the lines a little bit, but uh, I made some jokes about charging a cover at our wedding. Mm -hmm. And was it a joke though? Well, yes and no. I if it was up to me, we would probably do it. That said, I would never put you through that. It's very it it is uh it is swimming against the stream, I would say. It's it's somewhat countercultural to the the mainstream perspective of what people view as a, a wedding should be. And uh you know, the sometimes pioneers have to put themselves out there and Ooh. and put their head down into a headwind and just trudge forward as they're exploring new territories and uh and and I there are times when that's a, a battle that's that I view as worth fighting and there Ooh. are times when when I don't and I understand that this is a situation where personally it would not be beneficial for me to push for this to be something that happens at our wedding and I understand that so I made some jokes about it but we are not going to charge a cover at our wedding just you so everybody stop knows. emailing. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to charge a cover at our wedding, mom. Uh, did your mom say anything? <laughs> and, uh, that said, I do think that, I do think that it's a good idea. I still, and I'm going to stick to my guns on that. I think that just in general, so this is not me arguing for it to happen at our wedding. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody, okay. hopefully this is clear. It's not going to happen at our wedding. That said, I do think that it is something that is worth pushing for as a whole, as a society. Maybe we can start to head to a direction where this becomes something that is acceptable. 
And and my question is, who are we going to find out there that's willing to pick up that torch? And if we can find somebody, I will I will be your biggest fan. I will stand by your side, and I will support you, and I will come to your wedding, and I will pay the cover, and I will get on a microphone and explain why other people should pay the cover. Whatever you'd like. So I would rather pay a co- not a cover, like just that, a donation or a fee or something to go to a wedding than buy some crappy gift off the registry yeah so okay so let me just go over some of this feedback we got uh tier said this and uh i will say bobby pape also said the same thing i'll be the first to say it the cover charge for a wedding is a gift i know you guys are adults who already have mostly everything but this is a chance to get newer nicer stuff or splurge no. items like a keurig or a vitamix we, what i said which is, we already have by the we, way. what i want to do is Give people, make people take the things <laughs> yeah. from my first wedding away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I have a whole full complete China set that I've never once used and I've moved it multiple times. Yeah. I want someone to take that. <laughs> and I will say this too, the your co-host on your other podcast, The Little Red Bandwagon, mm-hmm. you can find them on iTunes or littleredbandwagon.com. Um, they... Uh, Mike Frizzell, he's been on the show before, mm-hmm. the bank robber. He said, he said, and I almost pulled the clip, but we have a lot of other clips that we're going to be playing on this show, so I don't, we don't need to get into it right now. But he basically said, I talked to his wife Emily about it. I talked to Emily about it, and she said, doesn't he know that they can return stuff and get cash if they want? Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what I'm talking about when I say that this whole concept of bringing gifts to a wedding, or you know, just. Let's cut out the middleman. I'm not going to ask, like, if I need money, mm-hmm. if I need money, and it's not, I don't think it's wrong to ask for that if you're going to ask for gifts anyway. I'm not going to waste your time, my friend, by saying, here's our registry. Go buy this. You take your time and energy to go to drive to the store, buy mm-hmm. this thing, wrap it, spend money on that, bring it to my thing, waste my time and energy where I then have to take it back to the store and return it just to get a gift card to Nordstrom's or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's that's an even bigger waste of time and does a fantastic job of highlighting exactly why I think it's so ridiculous that the the I mean the whole concept is just silly to me, I guess. I agree. Does that make sense? Yep, I agree. So you agree, but still not at our still not at our <laughs> wedding. Uh and then somebody else said, uh, there, if there was a cover for a wedding, this is Kevin Farewell. If there was a cover for a wedding I was attending, I'd be stoked. That $20 bill cover just replaced the $150 place setting right. I would have bought. Good for me, bad for you. I don't get that. Oh, place present. setting. Present. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll take the $20. Yeah. And you I'd save never... your time and I save my time. Let's cut out the middleman. I mean... It's more like $30 per person, but yeah. yes. Well, and, and again, I'm not saying... And say- you don't have to spend the time to go out and do yeah. this. Yeah. I, and I'm. this isn't... I just want to clarify. I said this at the beginning, but this isn't me saying that we're desperate for money. <laughs> I'm saying I think that there's too much... People have too much stuff as it is. Mm-hmm. And the least thing... You know, we don't need more stuff. So we want less stuff. Take money, pay off your credit card bills or something like that. Mm-hmm. The credit cards that you racked up to pay for the wedding that you probably didn't want to have in the first place. <laughs> Somebody else, John uh, Troughton, said, vote no to reception cover charges. It's tacky. If you cannot afford the reception, then scale back or don't throw a reception. So he's saying I, I'm not allowed to have a wedding. I guess, if you can't okay. afford it. 
or you know just again just get get scrappy i guess try and figure out a try and figure out a way to to pay for scrappy, it scrappy like fight people well <laughs> i keep on saying that because i've been going through the hiring process at my work and it's a, a word that i've seen quite a bit popping up on resumes and stuff but it's it's a way of people saying like i'm resourceful that's probably a better way to say it. okay it's kind of a douchey business way of saying i'm resourceful and i'm gonna make use of what little resources i have to you know i'm gonna leverage those things to really mm-hmm. take this whole operation to the next level so we got that um we got some email about it from judy sam um, wrote in and gave a very long explanation of uh, Judy is Chinese. Yes, and gave, and gave a really um uh, an explanation of the the Chinese tradition is just to give the bride and groom cash money as a wedding gift. So my cousin and her fiance already knew that all the Chinese guests would be giving them money. Do the math on that. I heard that when another cousin of mine got married a few years ago, he and his wife banked about $40,000 in cash with about 250 guests in attendance. I think they paid close to 30k for on the wedding, but still. So that's pretty rad. So we need so, Chinese uh, friends. Basically apparently the, the <laughs> apparently the Chinese are way ahead of me on this. So Judy Sam gets an invite, right? Yeah, yeah. Is what we're saying. And maybe Judy's family. <laughs> Come on out, guys. Yeah. I had, um, I have a friend that's Chinese, Janie Soon, and whenever it's Chinese New Year, I always ask her where my red envelope is. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Oh. You give money in red envelopes. Oh, okay. Nice. I like it. Um, she says, goes on to say, I Googled some etiquette on this. And basically what I have found is that on your wedding invite, you should not make a reference to a wedding registry or make mention that cash gifts are preferred. Mm-hmm. Don't say no gifts, please either. Mm-hmm. Uh, your guests will probably ask those closest to you what gifts to get. The action to take is to inform those people who might be asked that you too prefer cash and then give them a script of what to say. Yeah. So it seems very elaborate. No, it's the... It's the job of the bridesmaids and the parents to pass around that information. Ah, I see. So some people will put, because when you get, when you register for gifts, they give you a little card yeah. and say, put it in your invitations. Okay. We're not supposed to do that. See. It's tacky. I see. As they say. Yeah. Um, so what you're really supposed to do is just pass it around. Although mm. it is okay on a bridal shower to put the registry information. Oh, wait. Because so someone is throwing it for you. You're not supposed to put it in the wedding invitation? No. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought that was a thing that people did. No. They oh. might, but they're not supposed to. I see. It's wedding etiquette. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Made up rules that society has decided mm-hmm. that we need to follow. But less stuff. Yeah. Less, less stuff. Uh, then we got another one from, do you know uh, if she wants her name? said oh she's been on the show courtney courtney our friend of the show courtney congrats on the engagement thank you courtney um i really want to get courtney back on by the way okay (laughs) a lot of i really enjoy um, her perspective on life i have feelings about weddings and since you're asking opinions on whether or not it's okay to charge a cover for your wedding i decided to share my feelings with you do not charge a cover for your wedding your wedding can be whatever you want it to be so it doesn't have to be a crazy expensive debacle i've been to way too many weddings in my life and every single one of them is so different. You can do whatever you want 
Do not let your family, friends, and social expectations take over. Um, the most recent wedding I went to as at my friend's apartment, it was at my friend's apartment's community room, and they ordered pizza for everyone, and we danced. Super simple. The bride's mom made many cheesecakes. Do not be taken <laughs> in by the wedding industrial complex. Yes, I said wedding industrial complex. <laughs> okay, I've rambled enough. Happy days to y'all, Courtney. Friend well, of the show. She what's says. really funny is Jeremy probably thought that wedding industrial complex was a joke. Yeah. And then we ran into an issue about it. Yes. So yes. last night we met up and we're talking about things and just going over ideas. And I said to him, because he's calling different venues, and I said, whatever well, you do, okay. do not say wedding. <laughs> Wait a whatever minute. Whatever you do. Wait a minute. Time out on this for okay. a minute. So here's something that I want to talk to you about, and let's talk about it on the show. Because like I said, what better place to talk about on the show? Okay. Obviously, through this wedding process, we're going to be coming up with things like this that are common. You know, we're going to be we're going to have discussions about it. We're going to have ideas. We're going to have problems that we run into, snags, mm-hmm. things that are discovered uh, about the wedding industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, is that something that we want to like? Do we just want to have a section on the show where we just say, okay, this is what we're going to talk about the wedding stuff? Like, should we do it at the end so people can skip over it? Do you think people are going to get tired of it? What do you think? Why don't we have people weigh in? Okay. The first five people to write in (laughs) will go with what you want. Yeah, let us know. If you're listening on your phone right now, pull it out. Go to nerdoutloudpod.com. Find us on Twitter, Facebook. Text our voicemail line, whatever. It's all on nerdoutloudpod.com. And tell us if you want us to talk about this stuff or not. Mm -hmm. For now, let's just talk about it. Okay. We'll give them a sample and then we'll let them decide. So, okay. So you were saying, we went out last night to a restaurant, which by the way, while we were at the (laughs) restaurant planning this thing, we picked out this restaurant because they have have Wi-Fi. It's open late. Yeah. It's like a bar thing. Uh, They have Wi-Fi and it's open late. And another couple came in and was doing the same thing as us. Mm -hmm. They were a little bit farther ahead in the process, I think, Mm -hmm. because they were talking guest list and Mm -hmm. how many wine glasses they need. Mm -hmm. And they were bickering the entire time. Yeah. It was incredibly uncomfortable. It was bad. It was, yeah. Like, at one point, he told her that maybe she should find someone else to marry. Yeah, because he's not her slave. Yeah. And then started belittling her for saying... When she said, I'll just do this on my own. I don't need yeah. your help figuring out how many old-fashioned glasses we needed. And I, I had started to like tweet part of it just because it was kind of funny. And mm-hmm. then I was like, I don't want to be that guy that tweets, that live tweets a couple breaking up or some mm-hmm. stupid shit like that. So instead, I just waited to really talk sad. about it on the podcast. Okay, so anyway. So we're there and we're talking. And you said to me, don't. Don't, don't mention wedding. Yeah, don't tell people they're away. I mean, yeah. I was married before. I'm an event. I have planned multiple events, and I just know you don't say wedding because there's an upcharge. Yeah. And then, and then you okay? So Chrissy wrote a place, didn't mention wedding. I guess they mm-hmm. wrote her back and they said, "Here's how much it costs." They gave her a basically. There's a flexible catering minimum or whatever. It's like no room one, charge, but $1,500 to 5,000, depending on the time of year, depending on the day, the day and that kind of stuff. So the, the top, as much as it would have cost was $5,000. Mm-hmm. As soon as she found out it was a wedding, it all of a sudden changed to $8,500. Mm-hmm. As soon as she found out it's a wedding, just arbitrarily, mm-hmm. just 
And then you even said, well, and she said, well, it's $8,500 and you get it for the whole day. And you said, well, we don't need it for the whole day. We only need it for a few hours because it's mm-hmm. not actually for a wedding. It's for a, a big party mm-hmm. that we're going to have. And then she said, it doesn't matter. All weddings are $8,500. Mm-hmm. That is insane to me. Mm-hmm. Well, And it feels very un- unfair. Like I can, if, if we were actually had, having a wedding there, I could understand them charging one to charge more. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's not even for a wedding, but just because we mentioned the word wedding, they just immediately tacked on three thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That is to the to the max. I mean, thirty five hundred dollars to the max of what it was. Yeah, that's insane. I'm really glad that she was talking to you, because I would have, <laughs> I, I would ha- have some words for her. Well, and I by doing that, I got out of her the dates that are open. Yeah. So now we can just come in and. Yeah. Well, and it's just it's insane. It's. I told you when we were talking about it earlier, I, I was, it's literally as if I went in and said, uh, to a cake store and said, I would like this cake right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it has a price tag on it of $20. And then she goes, oh, okay. And I said, I would like you to write something on it. Does that cost money? No, that's free. Okay. I would like you to write, congratulations, uh, Jim and John on your wedding. And then she goes, oh, just the cake is actually $50. Yeah. And that happens. It's, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Anyway. There was, if anybody does that to my face, I'm going to, I'm going to be very, I'm just going to freak I'm out. I'm just going to have a conversation with him about well, it. Well, what's really funny is, um, a few years ago, my sister threw this big white party and everything we ate was white. Everyone dressed in all white. Um, it was like, um, you know, Puff Daddy Racist always throws, kind of? no, <laughs> like Puff Daddy does one. Mm. It's like a big thing in Palm Springs and, um, Stuff like that. So I went and we got a bunch of cupcakes. I think mm-hmm. we got three or four dozen. And they kept asking, is this for a wedding? Because they were going to upcharge. Yeah. Ugh. That's so gross. Mm-hmm. It makes me angry. I guess if if you really want to bust into the wedding industrial complex and turn it on its end, a good way to do that would be to not be a lying douchebag mm-hmm. and not inflate prices just because you know people are desperate right just basically be a decent human being i think that that's kind of the key that's kind of the key to life Mm -hmm. so anyway that was hashtag wedding talk that's why people get so um stressed out that's why couples fight over yeah uh highball glasses at a a bar yeah because that's what happened here's what i wish i would have done with that situation Mm -hmm. and i i'm I've been actually kind of kicking myself all day for not doing this. What I wish I would have done is I wish that when we left, I would have just written them an anonymous note, gone to the bartender, said, you know, whatever, here's my debit card, charge me 20 bucks, and hand them this note, the next round of drinks is on me, and then written a note that just said, because they both had their laptops open, just said, close your laptops, and while you're drinking these drinks together, I want you to know that, I want you to talk about why you decided to get married in the first place and just enjoy mm-hmm. each other's company because this is supposed to be a celebration time. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a celebration with your friends and your family and not something that you go bicker in a restaurant about at 10 o'clock on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. It just made me sad. I wish that I would have done that. If you're listening, mysterious couple out there, you know who you are. You know who you are. Yeah. So if you make me upset, or make me cry. Yeah. I can just hand you a drink and say, Yep, let's go out for it. drinks. 
Okay. Let's do it. I'll that. remember that next yeah. time. Uh anyway, so that was uh that was wedding talk, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean I it was a little extra long today because there was some listener feedback in regards to it. Okay. But then also, you know, that was our thing. So let us know. Let us know if, you know, we could we could not talk about the wedding at all. We could tack it on to the end. So we people just not don't married. have to listen. <laughs> we, we could not get married. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know, guys. Let's uh let's plan this wedding together. All of us together. Our podcasting family. Well, we did make a big wedding decision. What was that? Ellie and I made the only oh, wedding decision. Yeah. My four year old daughter. Yeah. And uh and Christy. What'd you guys decide? We're we're gonna have cake. Uh-huh. And cupcakes. Ooh. And cake pops. Okay. That's the only wedding decision. We have no place to go. We can't, we haven't, um, because she thinks I'm ridiculous because I don't like chocolate cake. Mm -hmm. And so. You just don't like chocolate in general. Yeah. We're still arguing about that. Yeah. But. Okay. So that, that's, for anybody out there that's wondering what the plan is for our wedding, that right there, what you just heard, mm-hmm. is literally the only thing that we've decided. Mm-hmm. So uh, don't ask us. Check in with the podcast every week. Oh, that's, um, that's or another not, thing. Or not, I guess, depending on what people say. Is that I've come <laughs> up with. What's that? Anyone that asks what the wedding date is, is automatically uninvited. Mm, okay. Or not invited. I mean, there's no invites going out yet. Yeah. But I, I'm just going to have a... As we learned a term from the couple last night, oh, yeah. a blacklist. A blacklist and a gray, gray list. Yeah. They had multiple multiple colored lists. And then I or got no. this idea. I got an idea where we each get five vetoes mm-hmm. where we can veto somebody on the yes. other person's list. Mm-hmm. So I get five vetoes. You get five vetoes. I can look at your list and say, nope, these five people mm-hmm. aren't coming. No questions asked. No, yeah. we don't have to. You don't get to ask you me about it. It's not a fight. A veto. It's not. Yeah. I just, nope, these people aren't coming. The funny part is that we both, we just did a fun, like, hey, what are your five? <laughs> yeah. And we both kind of agree yeah. <laughs> on those five, so. Well, so far, we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, okay, for reals, though, that's that's uh, that's all the wedding talk for now. Um, Christina, I came across a video mm-hmm. that uh, pertains to stuff that we've kind of, threads that have gone through our show before. You talk a lot about selfies. And just kind of in general, you get annoyed with people that are on their phones all the time. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. Like, that's something that you've concerned quite a bit. So, uh, I, I saw a video come across the, uh, the airwaves, <laughs> the airwaves, um, kind of addressing this. This is a music video, and uh, I'm just going to play it. I'm just going to play it now. Okay. Okay. It's about three minutes long. Did you know the average person spends four years of his life looking down at his cell phone? Kind of ironic, ain't it? How these touch screens can make us lose touch. But it's no wonder in a world filled with iMacs, iPads, and iPhones, so many eyes, so many selfies, not enough us's and we see. Technology has made us more selfish and separate than ever. Cause while it claims to connect us, connection has gotten no better. And let me express first, Mr. Zuckerberg, not to be rude, but you should reclassify Facebook to what it is, an anti-social network. 
Cause while we may have big friend lists, so many of us are friendless all alone. Cause friendships are more broken than the screens on our very phones. We sit at home on our computers, measuring self-worth by numbers of followers and likes. Ignoring those who actually love us, it seems we'd rather write an angry post and talk to someone who might actually hug us. Am I bugging? You tell me, cause I asked a friend the other day, let's meet up face to face. They said, alright, what time you wanna Skype? I responded with OMG, SRS, and then a bunch of SMHs and realized, what about me? Do I not have the patience to have conversation without abbreviation? This is the generation of media overstimulation. Chats have been reduced to snaps. The news is 140 characters. Videos are six seconds at high speed. And you wonder why ADD is on the rise faster than 4G LTE. But get a load of this. Studies show the attention span of the average adult today is one second lower than that of a goldfish. So if you're one of the few people who are aquatic animals that have yet to click off or close this video, congratulations. Let me finish by saying you do have a choice. Yes, but this one, my friends, we cannot autocorrect. We must do it ourselves. Take control or be controlled. Make a decision. Me? No longer do I want to spoil a precious moment by recording it with a phone. I'm just going to keep them. I don't want to take a picture of all my meals anymore. I'm just going to eat them. I don't want the new app, the new software, or the new update. And if I want to post an old photo, who says I have to wait until Thursday? I'm so tired of performing in the pageantry of vanity and conforming to this accepted form of digital insanity. Call me crazy, but I imagine a world where we smile when we have low batteries. Because that'll mean we'll be one bar closer to humanity. So that... Uh video part of it um that is, song is by an artist called prince prince ea prince ea mm-hmm. i don't know how to pronounce it and uh i don't know what the song is titled it doesn't actually how did say. you find it can we auto correct humanity i think might be the name of the song how did you find this uh it, uh, somebody just i i saw it posted by like six different people on facebook Okay. Ironically, I saw it pop up on Twitter right. a bit. But it made me think of you. I was like, when I listened to it, I was, first of all, I got mad. Made me very angry. Um, second Why? of all, I uh, thought of you. <laughs> so something that made you angry? It makes me mad when people... It, I think it makes me mad when people uh, are so quick to... So quick to kind of crap on social media and people being on their phones and that kind of stuff because uh because of the significant part in my life that stuff is played okay for the positive mm-hmm. um so much of like my friend support system is people that I've either met online or stay up stay in communication with through online and i mean that's how i met you basically was mm-hmm. through you know getting to know people on the internet mm-hmm. that's how i met you that's how a lot of our friends, you know, as I've kind of thought through, who am I going to invite to my wedding and all that kind of stuff? It's like, hey, these are all these are all podcast people. Like these are all people that I know through Facebook, and whether I know them through Facebook or I use Facebook to like stay up to date with them, like it is 
it, it's a meaningful thing for me and, and it's a significant part of my life. And so when I see stuff like this, it, it just comes off as really like pretentious and also kind of assumes that if I'm on Facebook, then I'm not out in the real world. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. there's parts in this video where there's beautiful things happening outside and some guy buried, you know, hunched over his laptop in a dark room and then it turns off and all of a sudden he looks up outside as if he's never seen it before or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I, it feels very presumptuous to me that you're either that if you're on Facebook, it means that you somehow don't have a life or don't have an appreciation for the real world or outside or whatever. Mm -hmm. it, it just, it just bothers me anyway. But then after I, processed my anger um at both the person in the song and the person posting the song i thought of you <laughs> <laughs> well first of all um everything isn't about you so you just take things personally like that mm -hmm. instantly but it's not talking about you right it's talking about society as a whole changing it for the worse mm-hmm because of those things. And that doesn't mean that that person, I mean, he made a video and put it on YouTube, probably filmed it with his phone and put it on YouTube to which now it's becoming popular on Facebook to the point where four different people that don't know each other all posted it. Mm -hmm. So it's just a commentary on life as it is now. Yeah. And even his thing about how our attention span, I mean, he, I completely stopped well, I, listening and lost it and then came back to it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> while we were playing it, yeah. What did, what were you doing on your computer? Be honest. At that point? Yeah. Uh, nothing. Oh. It was just open. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I picked up my phone and was looking at it, but I've also listened to the song like four times recently. And yeah. Right before we were recording. I think to my it, favorite but... part was, um, I'm going to stop taking pictures of my food and eating it and, ju and just eat it. That's yeah. funny because I, that kind of drives me insane. I like it. I like, uh, well, when we went to new Orleans, I do remember mm -hmm. because people specifically asked us, post mm -hmm. pictures of your food. You have to. And I felt so, uh, I don't think it's bad when, I mean, I feel the same way about posting food pictures online as I do about selfies. I mm -hmm. think it's great. And I think everybody should do it. And if it makes you happy and doesn't hurt somebody else, then, Go for it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I know that it's something that people judge quite a bit. And I felt so insecure being in <laughs> restaurants, taking pictures of my food. And it was funny. Like I would find myself either hiding, trying to hide <laughs> or wait till I thought nobody was looking because I don't want them to look over because, you know, people look over, roll their eyes. Oh, God, yeah. look at that. Posting it to Instagram or whatever. <laughs> You didn't eat it if it's not posted on Instagram, obviously. Yeah. But, well, you know, I, I think, first of all, like you said, people were asking. I mean, mm -hmm. like, we got a lot of requests. Yeah. Number two, it's New Orleans. That food is amazing. Yeah, it, and it looks food. pretty. There you go. Number two. Number <sighs> three, who cares? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, that I I resisted the urge. I mean, I I noticed it and I tried to push through it. I should say, yeah. So I'll say I'll say that much. Uh, you know, because like I said, go for it, go nuts. In in my opinion, as long as it's not hurting somebody else, and it's not hurting you, like, go for it. 
Um, so I just heard a story today mm-hmm. that has that we did you have another Oh well I have I looked up the video where he mentioned uh the attention span of a goldfish. Mm-hmm. Uh I looked up the article and I found an article in Time magazine about it. The average attention span for the notoriously ill-focused goldfish is 9 seconds, but according to a new study from Microsoft, people now generally lose concentration after 8 seconds, highlighting the effects of an increasingly digitized lifestyle on the brain. Researchers in Canada surveyed 2,000 participants and studied the brain activity of 112 others using uh, electroencephalograms, or EEGs. Microsoft found that since the year 2000, or about when the middle, uh, the mobile revolution began, the average attention span dropped from 12 seconds to 8 seconds. Heavy multi-screeners find it difficult to filter out irrelevant stimuli, irrelevant stimuli. They're more easily distracted by multiple streams of media, the report read. On the positive side, the report says our ability to multitask has drastically improved in the mobile age. So, I mean, by that, by that account, I have, uh, there's probably the majority of our listeners tuned out while I was reading that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's actually true. Apparently, we do have shorter attention span now than. Um, makes sense. Than goldfish. But. Yeah, makes sense. Were you, did you have a selfie story? Uh, I don't have a selfie story, but I have kind of a response to this video that I saw. Okay. That I wanted to share. But did you? I have a selfie story. Do you want to share it now, yeah. or do you want to wait till I? You do. You okay. finish. So, in response to this video, I saw this is a tweet that also kind of went viral. I mean, I would say it has sixteen thousand retweets and seventeen thousand favorites. That's um, a significant amount more than I've ever mm-hmm. gotten on Twitter. This is from Twitter user Skeleton Lungs. All one word. I'll uh, I'll post a link to all of this stuff that we're talking about in the show notes in case you guys want to take it in for yourselves. But she says. My sister posted this on her Facebook, and I am stunned at how true it is. I, uh, and this is, then she posts a screenshot of, of her s- sister's post. I swear to God, if I see one more edgy art piece about how using iPhones means our generation is becoming full of antisocial zombies, I will scream. What do people think a phone is? Just a blank, glowing screen to mindlessly stare at? A smartphone is an amazing piece of technology which allows you to do virtually anything. Play games, read books, research homework, organize your schedule, take photos. Oh, and most importantly, talk to literally anyone in the world. And it fits in your pocket. Its fundamental purpose is to propagate communication, and there's no limits to this. So before you snub people on the tube for all being glued to their phones, consider the fact that maybe they're having a conversation with someone from a different country or texting their partner to let them know they're on their way home or tweeting jokes or that they make uh, people they've never met even smile. The sheer scope of a phone is tremendous, and the irony of sharing posts condemning it on social media of all places is staggering. Stop jerking off your own ego and realize that you are not some special intellectual snowflake for making fun of people using phones for their intended purpose. And to that, I say, God damn. <laughs> yes, I agreed with that. Well, I mean, and like I'm saying is just like the eating thing right don't judge me or tell me i can be on my phone or not yeah i'm just saying that when and you're a lot better than you were before that when we're 
out to dinner or having a conversation or whatever, just like you're doing now, um, like engage with the, the person that's there. And that's a conversation in like unspoken or spoken rule right. that you can have or a social contract that you have with your friends or whatever. Yeah. But don't judge someone else that's doing it unless they are doing it in while they're driving and they hit you or they're walking down the street and they're being unsafe. Mm-hmm. You, you never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause there's been times when I've had to be on my phone that might've appeared rude, but I was working. Yeah. I was having to send yeah. email or whatever. Yeah. For how many ever reasons you never know. My rule that I always say is like, if somebody's sitting around and knitting or, you know, doing mm-hmm. crochet or something like that, because mm-hmm. that's something that people do. I don't know. My mom crochets like blankets and stuff. That's something mm-hmm. that people do. It's totally socially acceptable for somebody to be sitting like in a meeting or, mm-hmm. you know, in like a Bible study. <laughs> I don't know why I said Bible study. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in a Bible study in probably eight years. Okay. But whatever, a Bible study or a home meeting. I don't know. Something. Okay. It wouldn't be unusual for a person to be on to be doing that, maybe to just keep their hands busy or whatever. In my opinion, if it's socially acceptable for a person to be doing that in a situation, it's mm-hmm. okay for them to be on their phone. They can be rude. I mean, they can definitely cross a line and be rude and be disconnected or mm-hmm. disassociated from their friends or somebody that's trying to interact with them. But maybe they're just playing some mindless game to keep their hands occupied or something like that. So I just think that we should be, I think that we should worry about other people less Mm -hmm. and be less judgmental and less critical of other people doing this stuff. You know, worry about it less. And I would say that this, that thing I just read obviously struck a chord. The person that posted it has like 3,000 followers on Twitter and it's now been retweeted 16,000 times. Mm -hmm. So I I think that it's definitely struck a chord. And actually what's really funny is the person's sister replied, are you serious? You posted my rant on Twitter and you didn't even put my handle in it. How dare you? <laughs> That's kind of funny, right? <laughs> yeah. Talk about sharing things without mm-hmm. attributing them. So. so rude. So on that note. You had a selfie story. I do. Yeah. Um. So even though I agree with everything you said, like stop judging people. I mean, here's judging. Um. The, I was, everybody at work kind of knows my, thing about selfies and um especially my invention they all love my invention and the girl in hr said she went to a wedding this this weekend and it was exactly two minutes long the couple Mm -hmm. had wanted it to be super short so they could party and before you know the um the minister was one of their friends Mm -hmm. and so he said you know, do you, do you, whatever. And then he said, before I pronounce you husband and wife or man and wife or woman and woman or whatever it was, he said, but first a selfie. And he took out his cell phone and Uh, he took a picture of the three of them. That's pretty great. And that made you mad? Well, I mean, I wasn't there. Oh, would it it make you mad? Um, well, first of all, it's called an ussy. Uh huh. And secondly, you keep on trying to make that a thing. That's not a thing. <laughs> it's so fetch. <laughs> no, fetch is not a thing either. <laughs> Stop it. 
stop trying to make such a thing. Um, it's it's an ussy because you know you're in it. There's yeah. more than one person. Um, and secondly, if the couple had rehearsed that, mm-hmm. then it'd be cool. Or if they knew it was coming, it wasn't planned. I don't know. Oh, but if it wasn't, yeah, that just seems very. I don't know. I think it's fun. I think it's fun and quirky and goofy and whatever. I mean, they were young. Yeah. And she's like 23. Yeah, they shouldn't be getting married. No, yeah. Yeah, I'll say that. That's, yeah, that should have been my first problem. <laughs> if you're talking about selfies during the wedding, you're being too young. You're too mar- <laughs> young to get married. I mm. should say my official rule is that no one should get married before they're 30. Yeah. That's what I told. That's what I'm telling my daughter. Yeah. 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 Move in together. Whatever. Try a long-term relationship. Don't get married till you're 30. No. no. Um, and we both have uh, failed marriages before we're 30 yeah. to be a yeah to be a role model. Let the wreckage of the last 15 years of my life be a cautionary tale mm-hmm. to you, listeners. <laughs> to, <laughs> to you, people under 30. Don't get married. Um, okay. Let me play this. Um, our friend of the show, Jeremy Henson from the Eureka podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find them on iTunes or at EurekaPodcast.com. Um, and I will post a link to them in the show if you want to check them out. Wrote in or called in and wants to know if he's a jerk. Am I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Am I a jerk? Well, you be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. Yeah. Everybody's jerking around. Hello, Jeremy. Kissy eyes. It's your old friend Jeremy from Eureka Podcast. I have a question for you. It's a delicate question. I'm going to try not to sound like an asshole. So I guess my question is, am I a jerk? Because there is a mentally challenged person that works out at the gym that I use. Now, there's a key that you have to use to get in said gym. On the door from management, it says for all to see... Anyone without a key will not be admitted. On the inside, there's a sign that says, Members, please do not let anyone without a key in, even if you think they're a member. Now, everybody lets this this uh, mentally challenged person come in, except for me. Um, and especially if I'm the only person there. And instead of actually walking over there and letting her in, like every other person does... I actively ignore her. Even if she sees me accidentally see her, I will act like I was doing something else and immediately run away. Because I have seen her in there after somebody illegally lets her in, like almost get her head caught in a machine, or I've seen her get her finger caught in a machine. And I don't want that to happen with me being the only person in there. So am I a jerk for... Not letting a mentally challenged person into the gym when the precedent has been set by every other person who is there that she can come in, and she probably doesn't understand the fact that she shouldn't be let in, so uh, I don't know. I guess the reason why I'm asking this is because I feel like a huge asshole whenever I do this, but I also don't want to have to babysit. Oh, sounds awful. Christy, do you want to go first or should I? Um, let me go first. 
I have questions. I just want to ask for this channel. Uh, I always think of friend of the show, Courtney, at, uh, whenever we do Am I a Jerk? Why? Because I just hear her in my head saying, get what you need. <laughs> get what you need, son. <laughs> um, So I just have more questions, okay. which is the usual for most things, right? Is that I just have Ooh, more questions. And I questions. should clarify, I'm not saying that I'm not speaking for Courtney in this situation. Okay. Yeah. Good. Just need to drop okay. that disclaimer in there. I need to know, is this the only person he wouldn't let in? Mm-hmm. That's my question. Okay. That therein lies if he's a jerk or the not. The rub, as they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he would let in Mr. Muscle Pants uh-huh. or Hottie Mick Sports Bra, uh-huh. then yes, he's a big old jerk. Yeah. Mr. Muscle Pants and Hottie Mick Sports Bra. Mm-hmm. That, uh, I think that that's like a fitness podcast. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. If not, it should be. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I need to know. I'm, okay. I'm reserving my judgment until I know that answer. I see. Interesting. But okay. So you would say, but I mean, not, you're not really reserving. You're saying if you would let other, if he lets other people in, but not this person, then yes, he's a mm-hmm. jerk. Mm-hmm. If he lets nobody in, then no, he's no, not a jerk. Right. Okay. And I say, yes, he's a jerk. Okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, he said illegally let somebody in. That really bothers me when people use the phrase illegal. It's not okay. illegal. It's not against the law. It's against the, the rules, the the law of the land, I guess. But okay. it's not against, no police officer. He could lose his gym membership, say. though, if he breaks rules. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's not going to jail because of it. He's not going to gym jail. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> how nasty that gym jail would smell? I would say this, and this is, I mean... Jeremy, my advice for you is to not presume, first of all, it's not your responsibility. I mean, it's, it's, don't presume what other people are or not capable of just from their appearance or whatever. I, I had a friend that was, I had a friend that was blind and we used to talk about this all the time because he would talk about how he's like, if another person yells out the window at me, how many paces away I am from <laughs> the curb or a telephone pole or yeah. something, I'm going to, you know, impale them with my cane or whatever like he was very very Mm -hmm. he's a funny dude and he used to always talk about how much he hated that and i asked him like how do you want i mean do you want help with things do you want people to open Mm -hmm. the door for you do you want people to tell you if you're going to walk into something or whatever and he said that all he wants is for people not to presume don't assume that i need help don't assume that i can't handle myself i mean he was a computer programmer and like that's what he did for a full time job, and it always really bothered him when people were like shocked by that or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I think that there's a little twinge of that of you, Jeremy, kind of projecting that fear onto this other person because you perceived you know that they're mentally challenged or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would say you know just chill out and uh, let them do your thing. You know, let them so let them do think, their thing. So you think that if he doesn't let anybody in. He's a jerk, and whether he lets them in, like you say, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would just say in general, it, don't don't let people in. Like, you don't need to run over to the door and open it for them. But if you make eye contact with somebody, or they're right behind you, or whatever, don't be that guy that turns around real quick and sl- closes the door so it latches. Mm-hmm. I used to do a, um, I used to have a delivery job, and I got that a lot when I was going to condo buildings and stuff because people 
people aren't supposed to let other people in. I'm obviously a delivery person. I'm obviously mm-hmm. there to drop something off. And they would go in and open the door and let themselves in and then turn around and we'll real quickly pull it shut and make sure that it latched right in front of me so I couldn't get through. Mm-hmm. That was the most annoying thing. So don't do that. But don't you don't need to go out of your way to let people in. So I guess I so I guess my ruling is you're kind of a jerk. Yeah. Um also conversely, I mean, because the person that pulls the door closed and whatever, that person is a jerk. But also what's another thing that's annoying is the overly nice person that holds the door for you, but you're very far away. Yeah. And yeah. So you're kind of having to do the like run jog yeah. to to do it. That yeah. becomes an unfair situation for you for sure. But not a jerk, an overly nice person. Yeah. All right. All right, Christy. Well, uh, that's, uh, that's kind of all we had for this show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you say we, uh, what do you say we take this baby in for a landing? Let's do it. Land. <laughs> um, we have some, some announcements or I guess some upcoming things. I saw we had the, and I can't remember the show that it was on, but I will post it in the show notes. We had the founder of Odd Mall, the, emporium of the weird on and we had talked about doing a meetup there that didn't come together because it uh you actually had another meetup with your other more successful podcast (laughs) i'm not bitter at all guys (laughs) um uh that week and so we ended up not we ended up not doing the meetup but we did go to the odd mall thing and it's like this it's like a trade show but for like kind of weird nerdy people or not nerdy Mm -hmm. geeky i guess i would say like people that are into medieval stuff and kind of weird alternative art and the type of people that have Etsy stores, (laughs) lots (laughs) of handcrafted jewels (laughs) and rings and chain mail, stuff like that. And it was fun. We went there with Ellie. She thought it was great. There was lots of cool stuff there that you wanted to buy. Mm -hmm. We got to hold a possum. Mm -hmm. Not super weird. Some random person just happened to have an opossum in their bag that they had rescued as a baby because mm-hmm. its mom had died. <laughs> they found it on the road and now it's their pet. And we got to we got to pet the possum, which was terrifying and cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that's a once a year thing that happens here locally in Everett, just north of Seattle. And I just found out that they're having a holiday. They're having a holiday one. So it's going to be at the downtown Everett Holiday Inn. November 21st and 22nd. And I, I shared this already on the Facebook page mm-hmm. and it'd be fun if people want to go. Um, we're going to go. Maybe we can all, if we run into people there, that'd be fun. So that's officially not our wedding weekend because of Odd Mall. That's a weekend we can cross off. Well, this is 2015. Are we talking about getting married in 2015? Well, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's one for sure that we know it's not going to be that. <laughs> November 21st and 22nd, Odd Mall Emporium of the Weird. Holiday art show, art craft and oddities. I just had an idea. What? Why don't we start saying the days it's not going to be? Okay. To people okay. when they ask. Yeah. Right? It's not going to be November 21st and 22nd. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, uh, one other thing, Christy, and mm-hmm. I'm very excited about this. Oh, Next no. week's guest, we've lined up, we've lined up a, uh, a performer by the name of Weedini. That is a, a magician that specializes in um, marijuana-themed magic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess. 
Mar- the, we need marijuana disappear. Weedini, the marijuana magician. See also the wizard of weed, the guru of ganja, the prestigitator of pot, and the conjurer of cannabis. <laughs> so you can find him uh, uh, Magic dot com at Widini Magic on Twitter or Facebook dot com slash Widini Magic. So he, uh, we're gonna have him on next week's show. Talk to him about what he does, um, and uh, I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited too. <laughs> you sound so. You sound I'm really so excited. excited. No, really? I am. No, okay. I don't know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. If only we were having him in studio, I feel like it would be more of like an event. Oh, but. okay. And I also feel this is probably me burning the best joke that I'm gonna have for the interview. I also feel like if you're gonna do magic for a group of people like if you're going to cater to an, uh, an audience mm-hmm. to do magic kids and stoners are probably the two yeah. groups you want to go after because kids, totally. kids are impressed by anything and incredibly gullible and stoners are just not paying attention mm-hmm. so yeah you know i think uh i think that'll be fun so we'll uh we'll see how that goes he was just at the uh he was just at um hemp fest out here in seattle and i'm uh I'm very excited to see how this goes. So <laughs> that will be our next next week's show. Uh, sound off, guys, and let us know how you feel about the, the hashtag wedding talk. <laughs> if you want that to be a thing, maybe that we tag on the end, or if you just don't want to hear us talk about our wedding. Uh, and we may or may not heed your advice. We'll see. And uh, if you have feedback or thoughts on anything else that we talked about, as I always say, we honestly do love to hear from you. We lo- I love to share your comments and your feedback. Um, drop us a line. You can find all the ways to do that at our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. Again, that's nerdoutloudpod.com. We have a voicemail line on there. You can text it. You can call and leave us a voicemail. You can Facebook us, tweet us, whatever. Just Nerd Out Loud. You'll find us. Uh, we're uh, everywhere that podcasts are found. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christina, mm-hmm. do you have any last words? And don't tell them that it's wedding cake or it'll cost you a ton. <laughs> uh, let your nerd flag fly.